So did you know that WrestleMania was longer than our entire catalog, including this episode? Full disclosure, I will acknowledge that seven and a half hours is too long for a wrestling event or really anything for me to consume that isn't like binging. But it didn't feel like seven and a half hours. It felt more like six. <laughs> yeah, I I took a, a break in there. I couldn't watch. Where did you take the break from? What do you think? The the piss breakiest of piss break matches. The piss breakiest of piss break matches. So that Burn would Burn out. Okay. Burn out. <laughs> I mean, you guess I suppose you're right. And then I didn't come back. I think until angle started i came back around like 11 30 and i was like holy shit there's still three matches left okay no where do we want to start with this because there's a lot of meat on that bone what do you like about it what i like about it um everyone went home happy on this one and for some reason this was a good wrestlemania to watch really high sure was yeah so like i feel like at, at most times i was entertained by it uh, it, there was a lot of like friends achieving goals, which there was kind of a lot of feels in the WrestleMania this year. A lot of feels. There sure were. Like, so, I mean, I, I don't know. That makes me feel good. Like, uh, I mean, do we, do we want to run down the ca- card or we just want to discuss it in generalities? Generalities. Cause okay. I don't want to spend the entire episode. Yeah, I don't either. Media. I don't either. I'm still like I got like a WrestleMania hangover right now. Though I mean, I liked I liked that Kofi won. I liked that I was wrong about that. I liked that the Iconics won a we lot. Right about that. Yeah, I, I thought that that was a no-brainer. But the uh, I liked that Hawkins and Ryder won, and also that match was good. I was going to say that was actually one of my favorite matches on the show. Yeah. It was like it was a very Barry Horowitz and Skip type match, sort of. Except like Horowitz was getting the hot tag. Like it was like a. They by the time this comes out, they will have lost those titles. Oh, I, I guarantee. It if they, last if time. they don't lose those titles on Raw, yeah, I mean, also like they don't lose those titles on Raw to the to the new Hart defenders. <laughs> but Zack Ryder posted a picture of him with Bret Hart and Scott and Scott Dawson. Said, "Get your hands off him, asshole." <laughs> 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 that was good stuff. Yeah, that, that's fucking crazy. We haven't we haven't talked about that. Yeah, at all. I, I figured we were we would get yeah. there, but uh, like, we'll 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 we'll, tra- we'll get to that after. We'll get yeah. to the, the we'll get to WrestleMania related stuff that isn't actually WrestleMania BDF at some point. Gets to Bret Hart eventually. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, on this episode of BDF. Yeah, later. <laughs> what I liked about Mania. Honestly, I thought uh, Triple H and Batista was better than what I thought it was going to be. I feel like most matches were better than I thought they were going to be. Particularly given how Batista entered the ring. Yeah. When when he slipped in the steps and then slipped over the ropes getting into the ring, I was like, oh boy, this isn't going to go well. Yeah. But but he recovered after that and it was fine. I really liked the ending with uh, bringing Flair back to to set everything right. He uh, retired too if that means anything who batista yeah he said it was gonna be his last match did he say it before that yeah i I mean i guess it happens when you don't really pay attention too much to the product (laughs) but uh i thought that was much better than what i was going going into it thinking it was gonna be i mean i i had i didn't to say i had high expectations for it would be kind of uh so i like 
exaggerating a little bit, but I thought it was it was better than I thought it was going to be, and I thought it was going to be okay. I, so, thought, I thought it was going to be a watchable. I thought it was going to be a Sting Hunter style match. It and was. It, it was. It was better than that. There was some. I, there was. There was some. Some big spots in that. Those table there, spots were crazy. Th- there was more high impact spots. I'll give you that. But in terms of like entertaining match, I yeah. think they they go hand in hand. Also, uh, Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy can take a can take a lesson from this match because that nose ring spot was fucking awesome. But like it was stupid. It was. I thought it was way cooler than that Jeff Hardy one where they just twisted his ear. Like maybe I just know enough people with like emptied out gauges where like I just know what you can do with that and it's funny. Yeah. But like that, like it had the illusion of something painful. They, way, I like way better than the fucking channel locks. I like the cameraman getting in there and getting the shot and like not pussing around it. They're like, oh, I'm gonna get. Yeah. I uh, a lot of missed spots by cameramen. At WrestleMania. I mean, I guess that might just be because it's such a long fucking show. Long fucking show. I thought it had more to do with producing, like cutting to the crowd instead of like following the action. There was there was one in the women's battle royal where someone was like facing off with someone, and then the camera kind of like panned left a little bit to like see what Oscar was doing in the corner, and then they like lingered on that shot too too long and missed an elimination. It yeah, was like like a big elimination. I yeah. I do remember that. <coughs> I think that might have been the first one I noticed, also because it was probably the first one. And I was like, ah, oh, that was just bad uh, timing. Women's Rumble, uh, R- Battle Royal, is like Dana Brooke over and I didn't know it? See, that's news to me, but um, I mean, also, I, like, I like her. So I, I do too. By me. I mean, I, 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 mean, I like her. I, would, I don't, I wouldn't buy the best of Dana Brooke DVD. I wouldn't buy any DVDs. <laughs> you know what I it's mean. It's going to be on the network, pal. <laughs> That's still nine ninety nine, <laughs> but like they um, it seemed like everyone that the crowd sarcastically or not got behind had like their time to shine. I yeah. guess like they they were really like catering to the crowd at this one, which is funny because like Roman's finally not really getting booed. It was a little bit of it there last night though. Yeah, I, th- I think people are like, ah, fuck Roman. Yeah, like, all right, you got your sympathy cheers. Now we're back. Yeah, we're back to business. So if, if 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 you beat Kofi in any capacity, we're gonna turn on you. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, if they Randy Orton Kofi this weekend, ooh. Oh yeah. Great. Oh yeah. Did it send Randy out there? Have him have him win the title. <laughs> How would he do that this time? Just RKO, pin him one, two, three in the middle. Hunter wasn't the ref. No, that's what happened with Christian. Christian won the title at Backlash or Extreme Rules or whatever. And then, like, the next night on SmackDown or whatever, or the next SmackDown, Randy Orton beat Christian for Oh, okay, okay. We're not talking about end of the night. We're just talking about a random match the next day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. then they did the double switch, didn't they? Yeah. He got it back with the uh, when Christian turned heel and said, that does the, uh, the, the punk pay-per-view, the money well, in the well, bank. Well, he one. turned heel before that, but uh, he spit in Randy's face, and Randy kicked him in the balls. And, and then he got the disqualified won the title. The title. <laughs> that's, just, that's fucking kind of awesome, like, in retrospect. Yeah, that was one. I mean, it was awesome when it happened because it was an interesting finish. One of the best pay per views of all time, but that that was a pay per view that got me back to wrestling. Feud, yeah, that feud really, uh, really goes unnoticed and un- underappreciated in the long scheme of things. That was one of the better feuds SmackDown ever had. It got under- undermined because the one of the better feuds that Raw ever had was going on at the same time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone else was doing much. Better someone, someone else was doing more important things. Uh, mania, mania, mania. 
what didn't you like about it? What didn't I like about Besides it? Besides from how fucking awful and long it was. So, it, th- it was too long. It's always too long. I've kind of given up on it, caring about that, I guess. Like, I, I will acknowledge it. If anyone asked me what would I do to WrestleMania, first and foremost, probably make it shorter. Um, what didn't I like? I thought that the Randy Orton AJ Styles match was okay. I thought that that could have been better. Underwhelming. Yep. It was good. It was a good match. It's AJ Styles and Randy Orton, so it's going to be good in its own way. Um, Just from like, I didn't realize that like the lights weren't working. Like, I didn't all. realize until today. I because I watched it on TV like a fucking adult. Yeah. Well, my the, name's not Corey. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I watched it on TV, and I didn't re- like until the crowd started like turning on the match i was like oh something must be going on in the crowd then is that oh i forgot that the crowd i was very very stoned for this all right full disclosure like i this is the most high i've watched a wrestling pay-per-view maybe ever so it was like okay but like it was kind of like nakamura in aj last year where it's like eh, better stuff's on this card already happened i thought the tag match the raw tag title match was better than i thought mean, it was a AJ. it was a good it was a good match. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of... I didn't watch TakeOver, so I, I'm going off hearsay for this one. You missed a fucking awesome show. I will, I will eventually watch it. Uh, Treadmill John comes back this week, and we're going to need some long treadmill sessions, so TakeOver's a good one. Uh, a lot of like just nice flat back bumps on the outside. A lot of like dangerous fucking painful-looking bumps. That that was un, unless you saw PCO's bump on the G1 thing, then everything else pales in comparison. The, the, P, PCO got power bombed from in the ring to the outside, just on the mats, and just like took it, like it, a champ. It, it just took it was now, sat back up like he's a monster, and then like died. This is my uh, lizard people theory. Have they improved? Uh, concrete wrestling mat technology in in the last two or three months. Concrete wrestling mat technology. Like the mats they put on the outside, the anti-Bill Wattses. The Watts mats, we'll call them. <laughs> like, is there a reason that, like, there's been so many more bumps out there? Like, just like, or, or is like people just getting tougher and stupider uh, maybe it's just tougher and dumber yeah yeah if you gotta be dumb you gotta be tough i don't know how they could make those mats like better they're like an inch thick an inch two inches like yeah. they're not very thick at all so how do you make that imp- like unless you use like some sort of like weird nasa engineered shit that you're paying tons of money for which isn't gonna happen in pro wrestling okay it's just a really, it's really not a bad thing. It's just a me thinking about it. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of anything. I like. I didn't have a dislike for anything that happened. I guess. I th- one of the things I disliked about this was time management. Um, How so? It seemed like it dragged for a little bit in there, and like some matches got an awfully long amount of time. Triple H and Batista that really didn't need it. A lot of matches got a long time. I mean, which I guess. Cause that, if you're going to have a... Because that kind of came back to bite him at the end of the night where it was like, well, I guess it was a good thing because Balor and and Bobby Lashley only lasted about five minutes. So do you think that they ran long and then cut some shit short? 
I think they told them to trim their match in half. And probably Angle and Corbin, too. They're like, trim your match down a little bit. I mean, because the, ma- the shorter matches were towards the end. That, is, yeah. that would make sense. But I was already burned out at that point, so I was like, oh, thank yeah, God. Yeah, it wasn't. Shit's over. <laughs> it was also the first WWE wrestling I've watched in since the Rumble, really. Okay. Because I needed an attitude adjustment. Or I needed an FU. <laughs> uh, on wrestling, because I was just like... I was just it didn't stand a chance. I wasn't gonna like it. I was just wasting my time watching it. So in that capacity, in that capacity, I'm glad that I I'm glad that I didn't really follow too much of the lead up. I followed it, but I didn't watch it. Five hours of wrestling waiting for WrestleMania is gonna make seven and a half hours of wrestling even fucking longer. I really don't follow like the weekly shows anymore. Like I'll watch like shit on YouTube the next day that'll take me like twenty minutes, and I'll be like, okay, good. No, I don't have to do it. I'm going to watch tonight because it's the night after. <sighs> I don't know. Fun things will happen. Oh, aftermath of WrestleMania. I have WrestleMania weekend. I'll go to my weekend after, but I probably will be going to bed fucking early. Yeah, maybe me too. But I also might just start watching Raw <laughs> and watch it in bed because I did not watch WrestleMania at home. And then during the vignettes to the main event, I'm going to watch this in bed. Yeah, I drove home. I it took me seven or eight minutes to get home from where I was. I didn't miss a single minute of action, and then I watched the main event, even though I knew exactly what was going to happen. But everything had gone according to plan the whole time. So there was a part of me that thinks there was a brow at the end, but there was no swerves, brow. No swerves. Um, he wasn't there. Uh, one thing I thought was weird about the ending of the main event was how Ronda's shoulders were definitely up off the mat for like the count of one so the count should have been broken and then started again but the ref was like eh. <laughs> yeah um, that has to be a I don't think she meant to get up that high off the ground but she was noticeably above the ground I would like to give them credit for having an intentional ending Right there, because usually shit like like when when Owens and AJ did that, they tried to do that and it wasn't obvious. Yeah. If they did that, like I mean that was obvious. That was anyone could see it. Like it's a plausible like finish to a match if you're gonna have contra- controversy. That creates cash. It does create cash, and when she comes back, she can bring that up to get a title match. <laughs> Because so, she fucked up her hand, didn't she? I get that's what I heard, but I I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's for reals or fakesies. Yeah, a work ski. Yeah, it's a, sh- it's Spe- a sh- shoot. Speaking of uh, works and shoots and, and what have you, though, uh, getting into the fiasco of the weekend, uh, Enzo and Big Cass okay. showing up at the G One uh, so Supercard. I only heard about that. I have not looked into it. That's a that's a work. I think it's a work, but... It's a logical work. If, if if it's a work, then it's a good work. If it wasn't a work, then what the fuck are Enzo and Cass doing? Like, Make a phone call. Be like, hey, we're looking to get hired. Bring us in. I get an idea. We'll do a run-in at Madison Square they're, Garden. They're together. It is a work. Yeah. That's why. Because, I mean, Cass is a dummy, obviously. Yes. Because, I mean, they he pretty... Pr- 
Cordy could have done whatever he wanted to, I think, it seems like, except for be a dick. The, all they wanted was this, like, oh, we got a seven-foot-tall guy. Let's just fucking push him to the moon yeah. and, like, see what he's got. Because they, they wanted him. They, weren't, they didn't give a shit about Enzo at first. Exactly. So the fact that they're together means that, like, that it, to me, that it was a real deal. Like, if, if it is, then good on Ring of Honor, because, I mean, they're two well-known guys who will make an impact and get you noticed, and that's what you need. Also, if anyone's going to have a good match with Enzo, it's everyone in Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> He'll still break his ankle. Yeah. They finally have a guy that can... They should just bring in fucking... What's-his-face? Vaude Villain's guy. Have him feud. Oh, right off the gotch, bat. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's sell some fucking tickets, brah. Deathmatch with him and Enzo. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Barbed wire. Now we're talking, brother. That's now fucking put butts in the seats. But I haven't. I didn't watch any of that. I watched that live, and I was like, oh, because it was on at the same time as the Hall of Fame. So I had the Hall of Fame on my phone, and I had G1 Supercard on uh, TV. I did not have the Hall of Fame on my phone until I got word about what happened with Brett. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, someone tackled. So I turn it on. His hair is all out of whack, but he's just giving his speech. He's like, he's no solid. Idea. He doesn't care. That video is insane. Right. It is insane. Like, I'm glad at least there was building security so he didn't get, like, a gun in there. But, like, he could have had a knife. He could have had, like, a weapon of some kind. Um, and done some serious damage. Th- that guy's lucky he's not dead. Oh, I was, I, I, so I was thinking about them like, wow, they really kicked the shit out of them. And like the first thing I, th- I thought a dime bag. Yeah, like, yeah, you got to kill that guy. You have to like anyone that punched the shit out of him. There should be zero repercussion to it. I he's agree. obviously there to do something nefarious. He, he like I guess he's just like an insane person who's an MMA fighter. Yeah, he uh, like, like Bret Hart's an old man. He has white hair. He had a stroke. All his friends are dead. Leave him alone. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what could Bret Hart have possibly done to necessitate you attacking him? Like, n- nothing. It was just a chance to fucking go out there and do something stupid. Look, look what I'm going to do. <laughs> and, yeah, we saw. And then you fucking Dash Wilder punched Dash him. Dash Wilder just, like, uppercuts him. And I, was, and, and, and I didn't notice this until, like, the other day, but he was wearing, like, a Hart Foundation logo on his On the jacket. back of his jacket of his so suit. So I was like, ah. So he was there to, to watch this, and you ruined it for him. And, yeah. And he just punched you right in the face for it. That was that was pretty good. Like, I never really, like, advert, like, you know, support violence, but I support that. If someone deserves to have the shit beat out of them, I fully support someone getting the shit beat out of them. I, I support, like, one-on-one contests, as like boxing ma- and fighting As and a stuff. man who's been in a bar fight within the, most, within the last two months, and I do not feel a single ounce of remorse for having done it, I can honestly say that if someone deserves to get the shit beat out of them, I like it when they get the shit beat out of them. Go on. Uh... So, how do I do navigate this? I'm actually not going to. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just realizing there's a lot of uh, balls in the air with that. Understood. I probably shouldn't do it. But, uh, there is a statute of limitations that I am not even close to pass. Yeah, well. <laughs> and, like, I don't know who's going to listen to this. Probably be good if... At it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, Sorry, not gonna. It's, it's making it. Yeah, well, well off, pal. <laughs> 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 
Fucking Sid. Yeah, I was at a softball game and I beat up a guy. Softball Sid. <laughs> softball. Oh, that's a shirt. Should just make a softball t-shirt that says Sid. <laughs> <laughs> the Sids. That's oh my God, actually, I gotta, let me text my, uh, just remind me. Remind me, that's an easy one. Okay. Um, if you fucking take my idea, internet. But, uh, so I kind of was off and on in the Hall of Fame for the rest of the night. Like, Brett was good, and then everyone else, eh, whatever. I didn't watch any of it. Mm-hmm. My weekend was very not wrestling-based, except for all of Sunday. My weekend was pretty much alcohol, oh, jazz cigarettes, and wrestling. It was alcohol. Oh, boy. Um, so, which, where do we start? Um, I will go with the post-WrestleMania fallout. I might shit my pants, and I don't know how or why i must have overeaten because i feel terrible right now like physically my body i drove home from work today speaking of which i should hydrate um driving home from work today i was like wasn't sure if i was gonna make it i've been there i drove my parents to the airport and had to poop when we left and went the wrong way on 93 to drive home so I, it was a race to the toilet, and I just barely won. So it never, I. It felt like I lost. I was. A, I thought it was all over the place. I was I a misbehaving boy. Not like I actually stayed within the confines of my dietary restrictions, but like I ate excessively all weekend. I did not. I was just hitting home runs all weekend. And then yesterday was the or yesterday today's Monday. Full disclosure: this is not coming out on Monday. Um, I think I'm going to do Wednesday mornings on a side note. I think Wednesday morning is the official day that this is going to come out. Okay. I'm going to try to be better about this. I'm trying to be professionals. Sure. Um, and yesterday I smoked copious amounts. Not copious amounts, just a lot of weed for me, which is like two dad hits. And I ate, I made five pounds of chicken wings. I brought like a jar of pickles and like a block of cheese and pepperoni and I, I just ate everything I had. I left with half a jar of pickles, and the jar of pickles was purchased that morning. So like, I just like ate a ton, and I think that my body got very confused because, like, wait a second, I didn't think we did this anymore. <laughs> and like that on top of uh, Friday night, I went to Hatebreed, and I got shit-faced, shit-faced. Nice. Like a real drunk kind of John. I had a, I had a DD. It was great. Uh, also, Hatebreed and Obituary, not my favorite bands of the night. Chromags and Terror, that's my shit. Did you see Fit for an autopsy? Depends on if Blue's listening or not. Uh, I doubt it. I was drinking at Moynas. <laughs> okay. I bought this is this is like what time did that show start by the way 6 30 yeah I was 6 30 was the first band I was not fit. gonna yeah I was not gonna make it in time to see I uh, we had to eat food I had uh Rachel had to go to the fucking train station so we could pick her up then we got food and we also had to get like regular drunk and not like expensive drunk also like as a nicotine addict 
five bands is a long time between cigarettes. I actually bought fucking snus, which is like swallowable dip, to bring into the show with me. Like I like I'm like almost full redneck. I quit fucking smoking because that's like embarrassing. Yeah, do it. Yeah, well, no shit. Regardless, I <laughs> uh, did that. On another show note, this is just a this is a sidebar. I went and saw Cradle of Filth on Monday. A week from today, or prior, it's Cradle Phil fucking rules. Yeah. In the, the most wrestling way possible. Okay. Uh, back to the regular stories. So, like, drinking heavily. Then wake up, surprisingly, we woke up, like, feeling pretty good. It was, like, 10 o'clock, something like that. Go about a day, we walk, get breakfast and coffee. Things are going great. Surprised that I wasn't hungover. Though I think I pre-profed. Like I took some ibuprofen before I went to bed. And then it was college basketball time. How'd that go? Not good! (laughs) I think I saw red. (laughs) That Michigan State game was a real heartbreaker. Heart. Broken. Broken heart. They broke my heart. They broke my heart while Bret Hart was getting attacked. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, it's about right. Uh, they broke my heart because I had Duke winning and didn't even make it to the Final Four. So that is uh, so like that. I I really turned on the Jets as far as the alcoholism was concerned. I had a a lot of a lot of uh, whiskey. Yeah, that's what I was still doing. still no misbehaving on the on the carb front though. Which is surprising. I was, I probably was good for about. I misbehaved this week. Three or four Big Macs. Yeah, what'd you eat? Was it worth it? Uh, at the time it was. Well, yeah, no shit. It was just some delicious uh, Cracker Barrel white cheddar mac and cheese, and I was like, "Okay, I want you so bad right now, <laughs> so bad." But the rest of the time, I was actually okay. Um, I did get Wendy's, but I didn't have any bread or carbs from it. I just had the fucking. The burgers and the lettuce. That's the way to do it. So, yeah, did you do the junior bacon cheeseburger, no mayo? Use the two pieces of lettuce as the bun. I I just did a regular. Uh, that's my. That's it's, if you're doing low carb, listeners at home, just try that out. But so, but I I drank a lot of beer. Was the thing the beer doesn't help? I know, uh, but I missed it so much, and like my tolerance was very low, so I had about six seven beers and a whole bunch of whiskey on friday night watching nxt and i was like i'm having a good old time got my young bucks ljns those are <laughs> fucking dumb i've never been i've <laughs> never I love them. i've never been so happy i didn't spend 40 dollars on an action figure well i did like the, the pictures came out they look exactly like them you sent me pictures like i'm so happy i didn't get these in the mail yep well i did because they're ljns and i got a decent uh, amount of them now i got about 40 well, for one, they're bigger than, they're taller than a regular LJN. Slightly bigger, yes. Slightly bigger. They don't look anything like them. Where are the sideburns? Could be cooler sideburns. Oh, yeah. Like, anyone uh, who thinks that these things are cool, like, not in a terrible way, fucking idiots. I'm like, a you're fucking all, idiot. You're a fucking mark. They're, they're terrible. You're a fucking I'm, mark. I'm a fucking mark. You are. I'm a get, mark calling they, a mark a mark. They got my money, so uh, that makes them the money marks, and I'm the, the mark with the no money. So I'm the no money mark, I guess, for this one. 
but yeah, got my Young Bucks LJNs. I've been taunting the LJN custom group I'm a part of, saying that they're the greatest tag team ever. Uh, <laughs> and they're right in front of Jim Neidhart. Yep, I spent way too much money on that figure, but worth it, because eventually I'll get Brett. Uh, NXT was awesome. Uh, definitely watch TakeOver. I definitely will watch TakeOver. I'll probably watch it by the time this is out. The women's title match was meh, but it was still fun Who to watch. Who did Shayna Baszler face? It was Kairi Sane, Io Shirai, and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bianca, Fresh Prince. <laughs> yes. That's a shame. That's Those are four it was good. It was. It, um, it wasn't a bad match by any means. It was a good match. It was just on a card where pretty much every other match was balls to the wall. Four out of five for the tag match and um, Matt Riddle and Velveteen Dream, and then five out of five for Pete Dunn and Walter and the main event. Yeah, that's pretty much what Matt was telling me. It, Before like, I forget, I have one more WrestleMania thing I forgot about. How did you feel about the uh, John Cena portion of the evening? Didn't see it. Oh. I loved the John Cena portion of the I, evening. I took about an hour-long break in there, and I missed it. Do you know what it is? No. Really? Tell me. Uh, so Elias is doing the Elias thing. Then there was like a Babe Ruth thing they played. And then Word Life, this is basic thugonomics happened. And he came out like 2002 Cena. So he was like... What? He rap. He was rapping. He was wearing the jorts. He's wearing. Well, I mean, he was always wearing the jorts, but he had a Yankees jersey on and a Yankees hat. He had the fucking the knuckle rings. It was all. I loved it. I'm also like, kind of like a feeling appreciative for the word life John Cena more than usual lately. So that really kind of hit me at a good time. I thought the. You should probably watch it. Okay. It's it's like, it's WWE wrestling at its WWE est. So I mean that. Did he wrestle The Undertaker? No, he didn't wrestle anyone. He just came out and wore a hat so you couldn't tell he had weird hair. Did he? Uh, did The Undertaker show up? He did not. A takerless mania. Good. Oh, I want the I want the squash matches. <laughs> I didn't. I don't Can want. Give me that squashy. Unless he's gonna squash someone hilarious. Yeah. Like squash Pete Rose. No, no, no. Okay. No, I want him to squash celebrities. I want him to squash Brother Love. Next year, that'd be that'd be that'd be okay. I'd be fine with that, but like have him squash like two or five five guy, like Drew Gulak, like someone who's not like just not on the show at all, not even in the Andre like solo level, like an NXT guy, someone who's not doesn't matter. No way, Jose. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> so, well, I think he was in the Andre the Giant. He was, but, in a row, but someone of that caliber. Even lower, like 205 Live, not even on the show. Like, uh, most like uh, what's his face? <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> I know. Lince Dorado, is, is that a person? Lince Dorado? Yeah. He was also in the Battle Royal. Uh, maybe. It's not so fun when people use it on you, even though it makes sense, is it? Payback. That was pretty... I, I could if that's what payback <laughs> is I could take that like, yeah that's fine it's good natured payback yeah that, that's fine by me that's a rib brother but like I want like really super like an NXT trainee dude Barry Horowitz style 
Yeah, like jabronis, like someone who James stands, Ellsworth, someone who stands no chance, but then gives Undertaker like a halfway decent match for two minutes, <laughs> and then Undertaker to- choke slams and tombstones him and last rides him and then tombstones him again, pins him. <laughs> I don't want any more Undertaker. I've had enough. I've had enough Undertaker at the re- at the WrestleMania, and I think that Undertaker at the the. I'm trying not to say something unintentionally racist. At the uh, Saudi Arabia shows, uh, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, that match wasn't good. Oh, it was the best part of that match was Shawn Michaels. Well, clearly. <laughs> well, Triple H had a torn pack. And okay, the bar was low. Undertaker and Kane are old. I also. That's Shawn, the only, so Shawn I think Michaels that's, was like, eh, I can still do it. I think that's the only match I watched, which is a fucking. I think. That might be true for me as well. Yeah. I don't know. That card just didn't really do anything for me. Yeah, it just felt dirty, too. Yeah. It didn't feel good. Because like, of the whole murder thing. Yeah. And, like... It's like those people who are, like, very overly, like, pro-Chris Benoit, like, in July of 2007, where it's just kind of like, yeah, he was my favorite wrestler, too, but... Okay, I think you gotta, I think you gotta take a break on it for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I don't like it that there's an amount of money that Vince McMahon isn't paying to have people like Shawn Michaels wrestle. I guess is what it is. Like it was the fact that like he wouldn't do that to have that happen, and the fact that Shawn Michaels has a price to wrestle kind of bothers me. You know who doesn't have a price? Everybody? Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's the only wrestler to stay retired. Yeah, it's because he's a, he's a successful uh, broken skull man. He's a podcast boy. He's a co- podcastman. So, isn't it weird, though, that the biggest WrestleMania main event of all time took place between, like, Hollywood's number one actor and a successful podcaster? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. I, uh, I, I got a little toasty. They on, did it a few times, too. Yeah, I got a little toasty on Friday and made my friends watch that match after NXT. Which like, one? Uh, 17. Okay. The greatest of, of all their matches. And all we could talk about was how great like their work was. I was like, look how fucking snug they throw punches. Like, like they're definitely, Which you like, don't really say about The Rock in a lot of situations, too. But he still throws better punches than most people today. Yeah. Well, most people either they're like <laughs> Shane McMahon's punches look like shit, and they look like they fucking kill. Ronda Rousey throws good punches because she's hitting them because she knows how to throw punches. That's true. I guess it's probably a lot. Of, I bet it has a lot to do with the fact that most wrestlers are nerds. Now, yes, they never threw a punch. Yeah. You know what I hate? When wrestlers do the, like, we're going to get in close and punch each other real fast thing, but it looks like they're hitting each other, like, super weak. Yeah. And they show, like, no form. They're just like, Arr. It looks like they're the opening a door. Fake strong style? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like Miz shit? I'm just like, ugh, that looks so dumb. Why are you doing, like, why are you wasting my time with this trash? And then I'm like, I'm not in there doing it, so who am I to critique this bullshit? Miz Shaman Man spot, goofy or cool? Loved it. Loved it, too. All right, good. Um, I don't care how, like, protected it is or whatever. Yeah. It's still, like, something awesome to look at. Um, Miz. That's an impressive superplex to pull off. a suplex blended perfectly. 
Um, finish good too. Good, interesting finish. I saw it. I saw it happen. I was like, "Oh, Shane's on top of him. They're gonna have Shane win." And yeah. then, uh, I called a lot of finishes to this pay per view while I was watching the match. Well, uh, let's get to that too. Uh, Kofi and Daniel Bryan was spoiled for me before the match started because they had the box. Not the box. It was they had the belt stand with like the the velvet curtain thing over the belt. I'm like they they have to like the, that was the, supposed to be the box. No, the box had the t-shirts. I did it. Yeah, they had oh. the, they had the belt stand there with the the thing draped over the old belt, and then they put Daniel Bryan's belt on top of that, like around it. I'm like, but you already showed me. Like, I've seen it already. Like, it, you can't say it's not. It's like when your brother, like, and your sister, or like, or whoever, like, your siblings, or uh, you play hide and seek, and they're clearly hiding under the covers. You like, I, I see you. You're right there. It's like, nope, no, you don't. That did solve a problem that we did. I believe we discussed on the last episode, possibly the episode before. He had a belt with his name plates on it, ready and waiting. Yeah. Didn't well, take from the moment. Also, you can't celebrate with someone else's hemp belt. <laughs> See, if this were TNA, he would have just carried the hemp belt around and been like, no, that's the new belt. Actually. Okay, explain this one to me. Because this could be brilliant marketing. or like, Which is funny because they don't want it to seem like a real sporting event, but this is a very real sporting event move. When they had the B-team wearing the Daniel Bryan still WWE champion shirts... I Are they selling those? They should. I think it's just like an ironic thing that they wanted to do. Like, oh, the B team has these, sh- invested in these shirts that aren't applicable. Or like, well, is that their excuse for having the Kofi Mania shirts immediately? Like, they made, they made two shirts to see what would have happened. Like, it's a very Super Bowl type thing to do. It is. Like, an uncharacteristically sporting event style thing to do. They had those shirts ready after that match at the arena, by the way. I know. Corey has one. Yeah, I'm just like... Like, that's cool at all, but, like, it kind of takes me out of it a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, like it was. It just feels more manufactured. Well, it's very manufactured. I, I know, but, like, I want to pretend that it isn't. And when you do things that take me out of that frame of mind, I'm just kind of like, eh. The whole... Can't fame me, damn it. I want to be wined and dined. I don't want to just, just... 69? You know, ease it in there like a gentleman. Don't just cram it in there. We're prostitutes, Chris. <laughs> or they're prostitutes. We're just depraved wrestling fans. So depraved. Trying to f- buy a t-shirt, fuck. God, it's so, so true. So fucking true. <laughs> it's so true. It I really am, is. I am pathetic. We are all pathetic. We're all, we're all like a bunch of fucking left-wing fucking pussy nerd cucks just giving a Trump supporter all of our money. <laughs> think about that one god damn it it's like he, he, got, he got us he got us when we were young we are heroin babies I am a heroin baby yeah it's not good it, that's I'm like so depressed right now yeah. I'm not even gonna watch like raw I'm, I'm totally watching <laughs> yeah yeah no no you, you, I'm, you, I'm looking at my you, LJNs you can, like, you can uh, lie to me right now I'm just like oh god damn it I've do you know who so makes money, money off of you buying those secondhand LJNs Vince McMahon, because then they're just going to make as many old guys in their Mattel line that he gets a cut of. Damn it, pal. If they want a Jimmy Hart, I'll give them a Jimmy Hart. I started in on the uh, old San Francisco toy makers, too. I love those, but they're also they're so easily beat up. You have the big Bubba, too, which I love. Yeah, I, I, I cleaned them up a little bit. I'm going to do it again uh, pretty soon, but uh, the Hogan is 
going to be my first uh, foray into custom figures. A lot of a lot of uh, layers. That's my recommendation to you. Well, I was going to like strip it down. Oh. And like just start from scratch with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get some turpentine. Uh, the San Francisco ones. There was some good. I liked. Uh, I liked the sting in that, and I liked the flare because of the accuracy of the knee pads. Yes. I don't like how there's also there's some weird figures in that line. I don't like how they're slightly smaller than the LJNs. I'm okay with that. I I want them to be the same size. Uh, get the Das Wunderkind. Get the Craig Pitbull Pittman. And get the two pack of the Blue Bloods. Uh, Dan Haley has the Blue Bloods. Oh really? Yeah, he got them at a he, in the box too. He got them at a flea market. Oh no shit. For, this before they were getting more pricey, but I think he spent like five, ten bucks on them. That's good shit. If I see one of those like at a flea market or something, I'll buy them. Just like oh, they're always so ugly. Like yeah. they're just like they mark up so easily. No, yeah, that's the thing about those and the vibrators too. They 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 do get marked up very easily, but you can't clean them off. You just need like some warm soapy water and uh, you know. Uh, able wrists, I guess, <laughs> like, a, like a scruff pad or a sponge or something. That's what I'm using. But for the Hogan one, I want to strip it down and make it Hollywood. And then I got my old Hogan LJN, which I'm going to turn into a Randy Hogan custom. Randy Hogan is. <laughs> I know, I know, I know what this is. So. <laughs> Randy Hogan is a Hulk Hogan jobber lookalike from WCW in the early <laughs> late '80s, early '90s. Looks like. Um. If like your mom tried to make a Big Mac, <laughs> yeah. if, if Hulk Hogan was a Big Mac and your mom tried to make her own Big Mac on like it's toast. just as good, yeah, on, on like it was just like it's like a shitty burger on like white bread. That's what Randy Hogan is, and he clearly was Randy for Macho Man. So yeah, and then he would go out there and, and do the job, brother, <laughs> the job, bro. So that's who Randy Hogan is. So I'm going to make his tights like purple and white and whatever his tights were. And he's going to be my Randy Hogan custom. I have to fucking, I can't buy things for a little while. Or at least at the rate that I buy them. I have to be a responsible money boy. I hate being a responsible money boy. I uh, I spent 45 bucks on old wrestling figures today. That's, yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> I, that's bad for me. I'm like, uh, I'm totally going to fucking get in on this. All right. Did you have a segment for me? I did have a segment for you. I totally forgot about this until uh, you brought that up. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have made the show if you hadn't said that. So, uh, Getting all the shit in, brother. I, I, I'm, my name for this segment is Kess Ferguson. Okay. And uh, let's talk about porn, like how we talk about wrestling. Okay. How do you want to initiate that? Was porn a mania this weekend? No, like, you know, like Lisa Ann, she's totally overrated. Like, she doesn't know how to work. She can't pump. <laughs> they all doing a lot of jobs in that industry. There's a lot of jobs. Like, they're, they're jobbers is what they are. Yeah, everyone's a jobber. All the good ones are jobbers. Hands, tits, mouth, blow, uh, foot. Yeah. You know, what a bunch of jabronis. I don't know enough about, like, the people of the porn industry to have this conversation, I don't think. Wow. See, I thought you'd, like, know, like, a handful of, like... I know a lot about... I know a lot about, like, the 
various like under like undercarriages like the like, the kinds of porn yeah i do not know a lot about the people involved asia carrera would be like the ricky steamboat of porn is she like a, like a real like true she, true to the art she, she yeah she knows how to work okay and uh like gianna michaels totally like she deserves a push like who's the, the goldberg of porn like, doesn't really deserve to be there. Kind of doesn't like doing it, but people eat it up for some reason. <laughs> what's his face? Uh, his face. Yeah. Okay. What's what's that dude's name? Uh, mustache guy. Ron Jeremy? Ron Jeremy. Thank you. I think he loves it. Yeah, he, oh, loved, he loved it. Goldberg don't love it. Just the way to pay the bills, brother. Oh, like, well, if, I mean, like. He's the Hulk Hogan of porn. Anyone who's like. Doing like that casting coach stuff would be Goldberg, I guess. Okay. Um, who would be the? See, you, you, you can probably answer these questions more than I can. You disgusting <laughs> masturbator. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm listing off like the handful of porn stars I actually know. I I almost said Lexi Steele, but I think that's a member of Steel Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess is like would she's probably total, she's totally hot. <laughs> I'd, I'd bang her. The hair blowing in the wind, brother. Um, when I when I saw Steel Panther in Boston, I don't think you were at the show. Um, I've never seen Steel Panther in Boston, so you're correct. I wasn't. yeah. Um, we were kind of in like the middle near the like the the middleish backish area. It's all general admission, and uh, Michael Energy. Michael Star was like. Uh, Satch was on one side of the stage, and uh, Lexi was on the other. And it's like, I love Steel Panther because you can tell all the nerds over here watching Satchel play, and you saw all the gay dudes over here watching Lexi play. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, he nailed everyone. Are they a band that's outside of PC culture? Like, they just will never be affected by it? Uh, people are trying... Oh my god, let's talk about this. So, Steel Panther released a Pussy Melter p- guitar pedal, and it got, like, banned on Reverb because it says pussy, and it's lewd, and blah, blah, blah. So, they so can- now they sell a million of them off their website? So, well, they're, they're, I mean, everyone loves Steel Panther, but they, after that pedal got banned, they released the Poontang Boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm like, you can ban their pedals all they want. Like, they get names for days for these things. Yeah, this, so, like, this, this is their gimmick. So, like, I don't, like, if you put, like, a parental advisory thing on their, on your site, like, that would probably suffice. But even still, I'm just kind of like... Yeah, like it's gonna be known that these guys are sleazebag what? glamour guys. So now, now this is gonna be like a really nerdy addition to this conversation, but you're the guy to ask. All right, so how's the pedal? <laughs> From what I understand, it's pretty good. Like, what? I, like I'm not, I'm not spending two hundred dollars on a guitar pedal. Like, I'm just. Oh yeah, that would be too ridiculous. As I stare at a two hundred dollar guitar yeah. pedal, on my <laughs> uh, but it's a Jeff Loomis pedal, so it makes more sense. Um, the uh, from I'm not gonna get it because I already have this and I, I don't really need it. But I checked it out. It was, you know, it's a good boost pedal. Okay, it's just like a boutique quality two like, screamer. So you see one on eBay for buck forty. That's a real good deal. Uh, I would probably want. Th- I'd probably 
<laughs> I don't want to see it on eBay for 140. How about that? <laughs> I compromised your integrity in about four seconds right there. There's no integrity to compromise. Like, <laughs> I'm a whore for this shit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Like, I like buying bullshit. Like, look at my wall. Like, it's just wrestling belts and seven-string guitars. I want it to be clear that I they have made that large the uh, the the world title. I've been seeing. I saw it at Target, and I did not buy it. The hundred-dollar one. Yeah, that's what I have on my wall. Yeah. Um, the, I don't know why they haven't released the universal version of that yet. That would sell like hotcakes. Everyone who has the other version would get would get it. You know. Yeah. And you don't have to do anything. Just it's a great... It's dye a, it a different color. It's a great quality. Spot on in toy terms belt. of uh, the design. It's just cheaply made. It's plastic plates and like cheap-ass stones for it. Like It looks good on the wall, though. It looks fantastic on my wall. I bought two of them. Toys R Us was going out of business. I spent, uh, I think, 90 bucks on that. On the women's one? Yeah. So you had a $10 discount? When Toys I think R Us it was 120 retailing for i know that the the one at target was 100 yep so i think the other one was more expensive that's stupid why i don't know different color it's pretty looks delicious yeah it looks like jello uh, okay so that wasn't what i expected it to be when i asked you yeah i just thought it'd be a funny bit just i, I wanted to gauge your reaction Honestly, like, let's try it again next week. How about that? Okay. This, if, if people hate this, this wasn't my idea. I was talking to a friend, and he gave me the idea. But I feel like if I name my friend, that could put, like, if, that, if, if like, the one person who listens to this ever, like... DCJ. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was him. Um, then he could be in Jeopardy. LDCJ. Yes. Los... Diablos con junior weight. <laughs> junior weight? Nope. Uh, I couldn't think of anything. Uh, all right, so I'll do some research. Yeah. How about that? I'll do I'll do my porn research this week. We could talk about like let's talk about anything the way like we talk about wrestling like okay sports like uh, I mean sports. I mean we got at least ten minutes left, so pick a sports thing. I could do it right now. What do you think about the Red Sox West Coast trip? I think that the Red Sox West Coast trip is bad, but they're setting you up for a big push. Uh, it's it's kind of, they're doing they're doing a a quick Hawkins situation. It makes me wonder if uh, the locker room leaders like gonna change things up, you know. Like maybe like kick some dudes out of the locker room, make them dress in the uh, in the, the divas locker room or the stairwell or something. I think it might the if there, if if there is a real problem, I think it's more that people want their own locker room. I think the I think the pitchers I think the pitchers are trying to use creative control. They don't want to dress with the boys. Favor. Yeah, I think that the uh, the position players they're they're I think they're unhappy with the way that the pitchers are taking over the locker room. Yeah, they're taking liberties. They're thinking just because the pitchers were in New York that they think they know what's best for the locker room. Right. If if I hear that one more time, they were, oh, we were up in New York. We know how to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's different. It's a different situation. If you like New York so much, go back to New York. 
Yeah, I mean, we're on the West Coast now. You gotta, you gotta follow the West Coast rules. What worked in New York doesn't work in uh, Lucha Libre land, you know? Nope. Absolutely not. So, I mean, that's a little taste of what we can give you next week. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> since we're on the topic of sports, though, we've got to talk about this. Okay. My, Shoot. My baby boy. What have they done to my baby boy? <laughs> the AF. Oh, Jesus. We hadn't... <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about it last week and now it's gone we were the only thing keeping the AAF afloat we had to have talked about it last week we talked about the we, AAF it was the only week we didn't talk about it was they I like, massacred my boy was I so fucked up that I just didn't bring up the AAF sarcastically I, was I just, feel like that's my go to I feel like after we were t- after we talked about PAX a little bit we went to Wrestlemania and, and by the end of that I was like I've talked about wrestling for way too long I'm done with this but yeah, they, they closed down the AF. They were like, this is not going to work. I guess what happened was uh, the NFLPA was not going to give them a pipeline to talent. Yeah. And they were like, well, without... like, They were trying to not be like the XFL to be competition. They wanted to be... Um, they wanted like, to be like a minor league system, pretty yes, much. exactly. Like a developmental. So people who didn't make it... NXT, NXT brother. So rather than make... like. People waste away on practice squads, making thirty grand a year. They could go to the AF and play in meaningful games and do something different. But uh, I guess all the players got like stranded and shit. Yes, like, like it's a kind of a shit show. I only yes. I heard a very little about it on Sunday in between, like doing some uh, errandy type things. They suspended operations last week on Tuesday, I believe, April second. At four oh three p.m. Jesus Christ! Okay, I thought you were serious. <laughs> it was just a joke. If that's right, though, that'd be awesome. Um, and uh, you know, it's just a loss because now I don't get to watch an AIF championship game, and I don't get to get my wish of the AIF league winner playing the XFL league winner, and then. The winner of that game gets the Nooper Bowl. The, the, they get to play the loser of the NFL season, and if the NFL team loses, they have to get relegated to the AF. Oh my God, that's a great idea! You never heard that? The relegation idea? No. Uh, I mean, I've, I I get it. I like I like. See, that's I, one of the few things I like about uh, the NFL know, other football. Would, would never agree to it because they'd lose so much money, like taking their NFL franchise out of the league. Yeah. Like, that would, it would just kill them. Um, but it would be fun for football fans because then, you know, competition gets a little bit better when you take a team that can beat this team and you put them in the league. It's sort of like the when you have, like, college teams who you know could be an NFL teams. It's kind of like the same idea. It'll never happen. But that could have happened. And like, I, was, I, I wanted that, you know. And now I can't have it. Because now, they, now you're not going to get spring football until next year. They killed my boy. Uh, yeah, because and and now next year, like nobody's going to want to do the XFL because what happens if the same shit goes down? Like I feel like the fact that it's Vince McMahon would m- make people a little more like confident that they won't at least end up. He has sold like half a billion dollar in stock now to fund it for like years. So he he just recently sold like another quarter million of stock. To fund this, so yeah. he's dumping tons of money into it. I mean, also but, like, so it's true. Like, he's fucking gonna be a dead guy. Like, uh, is it, yeah, he's not gonna live for much longer. But like, 
here's here's the thing. Like after you watched AAF fold, which had NFL, um, like you know they were kind of like looking after it. They weren't you know friends or anything, but they were kind of like you know second cousins. So you, you see them in the hallway at school. And you're like, hey, what's up? Hey. We, have a, we have the same last name. Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, so, like, after watching that, no one in the AF is going to want to play for the XFL because they're like, what if I get shit-canned again for out of nowhere? Well, I mean, I don't think they're getting shit-canned portion part. I think that they're, you wouldn't have to worry about being stranded and shit like that. Like, I feel like there will be accommodations. Also, he's the only one that owns teams. There's no team owners in the XFL. Yes. So, like, I kind of think that that would kind of, like, keep down on the bullshit. Is, no... For the AF, wasn't that sort of the same thing, though? Like, the league owned the, le- the teams? You might be right. Like, but, like, he's a competent business r- owner, I guess. But he doesn't know football. He doesn't know football, but, I mean, he knows how to run a... That's why his Andrew co- Luck's dad running this league for him. It's true. But, like, I don't know. It just seems like he's a more savvy, like, full businessman, like... He he, he he owns a league already, kind of. I guess is how I'm. I will say this interpreting though, it. like anyone who is in the AF who's out of a job, like in the office, like Troy Palomalu or whoever. Palomalu. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why Palomalu. I like saying I like saying his name like that. But uh, like they could probably go to XFL now and keep doing what they were doing. The other thing is too, like I've seen like XFL shit on YouTube. It just looks like. NFL players wearing GoPros. It's like the only shit they're showing. Like, watch this receiver catch a pass and, like, with a camera attached to his head. Cool, huh? It's like, so you're just, like, Mountain Dew footballing again. It wouldn't shock me if there was some NFL money behind the XFL. I think Vince wants to do a competition. Like, he wants to be against the NFL. Like, I think he hasn't learned anything. I think he wants to be like... The or at least be around long enough this time where any innovations that he creates, he can throw in their face and almost be... He, maybe he wants to try to be Bischoff in this situation. Like, pick fight with a big guy that he has no business being in a fight with. Yeah. Like, the other thing, too, is the XFL did bring that cool camera angle into yeah, football exactly. existence. And that's still today. And it's still, you know... One of the better things that football's the better iterations of the football. Major League Baseball years. rips off the XFL one weekend a year. How's that? They put fun names on the back of their jersey. <laughs> they, I don't think they're going to do that again. Why not? It's it's kind of it's cheesy. It's corny. <coughs> why's his why's his name say that, Jim? Because he's a heel. <laughs> They should have Jim Cornette do the commentary on these Someone, games. Someone's name on the back is "I'm a heel." Oh, that'd be awesome! Like they just they just get marks to play football. See, now, now we're getting somewhere. Like the 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 MFL, ooh, the Mark Football League. Just a bunch of fucking out of shape dudes. Just full full contact. We could probably we could be in that league. We should start that league. The M like. Just like guys getting paid like four hundred bucks a Just game. <laughs> guys being guys, being guys being guys. Like they take it into the, the locker room after the game, and like we're all too afraid to shower. 
Like, I'm going to go shower. No one else come in. Dude, the, uh, the last time I went to the gym, I saw two dicks. I'm like, wow. When will I get there? I don't mind showing my dick to really anyone else, but for some reason in the locker room where it's <laughs> accepted, I feel uncomfortable. I never really felt uncomfortable doing it in the locker room because if you're going to do it anywhere, that's Yeah, that's to do why it. it's weird. It was always uncomfortable for me, though, because I lived like right next to my school. So I'm like, I'm just go home and shower and like not have to worry about like foot fungus or anything like that. Like fucking staph infections? Yeah, I'm like, this cleaner at home. <laughs> it really came down to just like being more comfortable and like cleaner and. Not really wanted to see my friends naked too. Like, oh, you gotta see what they're working with. So you know what, how you can. We were all. We're, everyone was the same. Everyone. Was, everyone's machinery was borderline inaccurate, inadequate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were all this. Like I, the second I saw everyone else's dick, I was just like, feel pretty good about myself <laughs> right about now. <laughs> this really makes up for all the wrestling toys. Nope. Oh, by There's the way, not nearly enough dick. I don't know if you saw what's going on in the ring. But oh shit! <laughs> so in my uh, my Hasbro ret- or my Mattel retro ring, I have Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior recreating their uh, test of strength, which was you know too big, long, big part of my childhood. Made me who that who I am today. A, a racist homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> that. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I actually because queering doesn't make the world work, brother. I learned it from watching Hogan. <laughs> that homosexuals are legitimate as heterosexuals. How are what? they not? God, I I was trying to explain this when I was really drunk this weekend. It's like he's just a bad guy. Because I bought a I bought a uh, a mystery bag of three T-shirts, three wrestling shirts. And I was like, they're like kind of misprints. Yeah. they're not from pro wrestling tees. Because I don't want like the fucking Hot Topic clearance rack uh, elite shirts. I want funny WWE shirts. I got an Ultimate Warrior shirt, a Yes shirt, and a You Can't See Me shirt. I'm like, thank God for the Cena shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear that at least once. Now I've got an Ultimate Warrior shirt. I don't even want to give it to anyone. If you listen to this, I have an Ultimate Warrior shirt. I'm burning it. You can't have it. You shouldn't like that guy. He's a bad guy. I, I recently went down the rabbit hole of his political speeches. Oh, God, they're terrible. And uh, not the ones he did. Not UConn, but the other ones. Yeah, like at, like CPAC and shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, this guy is deranged. Like, he's up there talking to me. He's like, I have a pretty big chip on my shoulder, and I challenge any liberal to knock it off. <laughs> I'm just like, so your, your shtick is just like, you hate liberals then? Like yeah, that's, that's how'd that you, work out for you? That's all you got? Like, you mock them, and now we can piss on your grave, because we're, we're alive, and mm, he's dead. Waste of piss. Because you juiced, and now you're dead, and your heart gave out. Ha ha. <laughs> I, re- I feel really dirty mocking you? a dead guy. Well, if he had actually painted his face the last time he was on wrestling TV, I might have a fonder memory of him, but he really half-assed it. He did. He did. He half-assed He didn't even take his suit off. Yeah. Do you know why? He, <laughs> do you know why he hated gay people? <laughs> why? Because he was secretly gay, Fabe. <laughs> I 
on that note, <laughs> how, what do we call this episode? I was going to call it the MFL, but now I want to call it Secretly Gay Fabe. <laughs> uh, closet Gay Fabe. Closet Gay Fabe. Give me a shoot, brother. <laughs> I think that's a good episode name. Okay. Yeah. Um... I, will, I have a more closing on this one than I'm accustomed to, but I actually have had a few people reach out to me in the uh, last couple weeks. And then uh, thank you for the